0: You cannot give what you don't have. Come on now. <laughs> paying yourself first makes it possible for you to be able to give. Got you. So, the most selfless thing that you can do is to be selfish come, by paying yourself. Come on, Doc. <laughs> come on, Doc. <laughs> I'm trying to give me a bad, I'm trying to give me a bad, guys. I'm trying to give me
1: a bad, I'm trying to give me a bad. What's up? What's up? You are now listening to FY Fly, the podcast and i'm your host Hassan Thomas along with Remy and we are here to share tools on how millennials can budget save invest and understand student debt and credit to achieve financial freedom if you're a high school student college student or someone who's interested in gaining more financial insight this podcast is for you i'm trying to give me a guys. i'm trying to give me a guys. i'm trying to give me a bag. I'm to... what's up what's up my fy fly folks out there how y'all doing i hope y'all doing all right Welcome to the FY Fly Podcast. My name is Hassan Thomas, aka The Kid That Did and The Man That Can, baby. And today, we're going to be chopping it up with financial guru, NFT, and the metaverse enthusiast, Dr. Hans, aka The Investing Tutor. How are you, boss man? How are you?
0: brother doing very well thank you so much for having me excited to 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 chop it up with you to discuss nfts money crypto metaverse. yes sir man we're
1: gonna jump right into it because here at FY fly we really like to skip the fluff and get right into the good stuff my man you know before you even get into crypto and the metaverse and all these different new assets we first need to talk about investing into assets that's proven over time to at least Mm. give you back a seven to ten percent return so one of the most popular financial books when it comes to investing in finances is the richest man in babylon so Mm. can you talk about a little bit on that big theme of that book of paying yourself
0: first yeah it's fascinating the minute a person gets a paycheck all of a sudden they start to calculate oh the water bill is due, the electricity bill is due, mm. my phone bill is due, my credit card payment is due, my student loans is due, my this is due. Yeah. This book is saying the first person who is owed money mm. when you earn money is yourself. You are more valuable than your student loans. <laughs> You're more valuable than you know the electricity bill XYZ, the phone mm. bill. Pay yourself and that amount or that percentage is ten percent of your income, right? Not nothing so unreasonable. A, nothing unreasonable. So the statement is from the book mm-hmm. a portion of what you earn is yours to keep. That is the foundation upon which you can build wealth. Yeah, hundred percent. And and it's such it's such a simple foundation, but it's very difficult to do. Jim Ron said, What is what is simple to do is simple not to do.
1: That's facts. That's facts because yeah. you can, you know, have the attention to pay yourself, but then you're paying all the bills and then something comes up, something comes up and then at the end of the month, you have nothing to pay yourself. You know, you paid everybody else, taking care of everybody else, and you haven't added to your savings and your financial future. So I think that just changing the order, like, like in the book, Paying Yourself First, will make sure that you're building
0: that financial foundation yeah we've been taught to prioritize everyone else right Mm -hmm. that's why you you your your statement you know brother you're even saying something came up that something is to give money to someone else yeah right for sure well what if something comes up to pay yourself you should also something should come up for you to pay yourself right
1: so i have a quick question on on that so for the people that feel that it may be selfish to pay mm. yourself first and think about yourself first, what's your mm. advice to them? Because I feel like a lot of people do feel that
0: way. Mm. Wow, wow. Let's let's dive into that. Why is it selfish to pay yourself? You know, walk with me through it. What mm. might someone else be thinking right now? Why is it selfish to pay yourself?
1: You know, some people could feel that, you know, they and I think this is uprooted in a lot of people to mm. look out for others first and when they choose to look out for themselves, they're called selfish by their surroundings. Mm. So I think mm. that mindset has played into a lot of people taking care of others and then, you know, struggling to take care of themselves. And I, I think that's a um, something that affects a lot of people. But what's your what's your thoughts
0: on that? Yeah, imagine and 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 I'm gonna give several examples. So I imagine you're a parent and you had kids, and I'll and I'll give another example. Imagine you are, you don't, you're not a parent. Maybe you're just a good friend, right? Mm -hmm. Or, or let's say you have siblings, right? You have a brother or sister, right? And with all of these, with these examples, imagine for that parent, your child, your child comes to you in need of something that you have to buy. Yeah. If you were looking at it as you as a sibling, imagine your brother or your sister was in a difficult position in life and you were the last person that they were turning to to seek help. Okay. Mm -hmm. Or imagine you're a friend and your best friend is in just this position in life where they need someone's help and they need financial help. Mm Okay. Okay. If you don't pay yourself, you will not be in a position to be able to help in any of these scenarios because wow. you're not going to have anything. Okay, yeah. the, the, the reason you pay yourself first is so that you can then take that money, mm-hmm. set, set a portion of it aside in savings, yeah. and then the remaining portion of it should go towards investing to build wealth not only for you, yeah, But so that you can be a blessing to others. You can give what you don't have. Come on now. <laughs> paying yourself first makes it possible for you to be able to give. Got you. So the most selfless thing that you can do is to be selfish come, by paying yourself. Come on, Doc. Come on, doc. <laughs> and, and, and keep in mind, it's only 10%. So still, ninety mm-hmm. percent of your income is still going to others. Technically, yeah, you get what I mean. So, so ten percent should come to you.
1: Thank, thank you for that because that's gonna help a lot of people right there. Knowing that it's the most selfless thing is to be selfish. I, lo- I love that man. That was that was hard. That was hard. And I know I have a, a couple more minutes with you here, man. And I want to get some real actionable, you know, mm-hmm. items here, man. So for, for the people who don't feel that they have enough money to invest, can you mm. tell us about fractional shares and what that is and how we can access that? Yeah.
0: Let's take a step back. Everyone listening mm-hmm. has money to invest. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you have $20 to invest. Yeah. Going to Cash App next to that money sign at the bottom of Cash App, yeah. you're going to see a squiggly line. That is the stock market. Guess what? You can buy $20 of Apple stock.
1: Mm-hmm. You can
0: buy $20 of Amazon. You can buy $20 of any company that you admire, Nike, Starbucks, whatever it is. Yeah. So it's not that you don't have the money. And I'll dive into fractional shares just to break it down for people. It's not that you don't have the money. You aren't willing to commit to building wealth. Mm-hmm. The, the moment mindset. you in yes, the mindset, the moment you invest. It changes your life forever Mm. because when you see money grow without you having to exchange your time for it, it, it does something to you. Yeah, it's really powerful. So what Hassan was talking about is this concept of fractional shares. What it is, is in the past, if you wanted to invest, you had to buy one full share of a stock, right? Mm. So if Tesla stock right now is about $250. Or if amazon stock is three thousand dollars or I think they might have done a stock split or apple stock is you know however much it is, yeah you needed the full amount of money to get one share because mm-hmm. that's how the stock market you know worked back in the day nowadays you can have a portion of a share mm-hmm. so if a if a stock is $200, and you have $50, you can get a quarter of a share. And here's the powerful thing. You're probably thinking, oh, a quarter isn't a lot. <laughs> the power of this is, you. let me take a step back. Let's say a stock goes from $100 and it doubles to $200, right? Mm. So what it means is that the stock has provided a 100% return, so the money doubled. Okay. If someone invested $50... Their $50 is what? Going to double Mm. to $100. If someone invested $10,000 because that's what they have, the money they can afford, Mm. their $10,000 will double to $20,000. Right? So most people are saying, oh, I need a lot of money to invest. Well, what is a lot of money to you is not a lot of money to someone else. Right? So if you can afford to invest $100, someone else could. Afford to invest a hundred thousand, but to them a hundred thousand isn't anything. What is a hundred thousand to Jay Z or Beyonce or you know Rihanna? Yeah. Right. But can any of us just say, "Hey, I'm coming up with five hundred k to go and throw into a random stock"? No. Right. So start where you are. When I started investing, I started with fifty dollars, about two Netflix stocks or shares. Yeah. Because back then it was $50 per share, two. Mm. So I spent $100 when I started investing. And then you
1: let that time, that compounding interest, and then you kept investing over time and just came like a snowball effect. Huh?
0: <laughs> yes. What investing does is when you start small, you build the habit of investing. You become an investor mentally mm-hmm. so that when you have more money over time, you are going to allocate that money. Many people think investing is about having a lot of money. No, it's about you deciding to become an investor because once you do, you're going to commit to building wealth. Because Mm -hmm. when you see money grow without you having to show up anywhere for it, it changes and transforms your life. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. We just got to get there and just starting now, just
1: starting now is yes. the biggest key, getting that education and then putting away, you know, that, that fear, you know, that paralysis analysis, they like to call fear. it, and just jumping <laughs> right into it, man. But Dr. Hans, I got one, one final question for you, man. I love to ask this question to all my guests. So I can't wait to see your answer on <laughs> this one, man. I'm going to read you two quotes and I need you to tell me which one is more accurate in your opinion. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. All right. Let's get into it. So the first quote is, more money, more problems like Biggie. And the (laughs) second quote is, money can't buy happiness. Which
0: one do you believe Mm, is more accurate in your opinion? The first one. Okay. Okay. Why is that? More money, more problems. You see, the more you have, right? The the bigger problems you have to solve, Mm. right? So think about it. If you are You know, I remember when I was in the Bronx, New York, earning $6 an hour, I didn't have to think about complicated tax filings and, (laughs) and didn't have to think about capital gains. Yeah. Didn't have to, you know, you're, you're just dealing with simple, you earn $6. You're probably not even thinking about investing. You're just thinking about what can I spend it on? but all of a sudden you're earning significantly much more. Right. Mm. And now you have to, okay, now let's say a person earns, a person was earning $6 an hour and now let's say it's a million. Yeah. Okay. All of a sudden, what are you doing with the 1 million? You, you can't be casual around it, Mm -hmm. right? You have to make sure, Hey, I have taxes set up, right? You have to go hire someone to, to help with it because sure. you can't use TurboTax <laughs> to file a million dollar. You, you see, so that's a problem uh-huh. you have to fix. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to be methodical. How am I investing? What am I investing in? Right. You, with more money comes more responsibility, which are, people will call a problem.
1: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: But a problem is an opportunity. That's the way that I view it. Got you. Right. So, yes, I think that statement is way more accurate. In terms of money doesn't buy happiness, <laughs> that, that, that would be a whole long conversation. The, the funny thing that I will share, though, is yeah. someone did say, at least it can help me buy an antidepressant medication.
1: <laughs> so you could say that money might solve some problems there babe, with the airtime. That's
0: hilarious. <laughs> And I don't say it as, as funny, but when the, when the individual said it, I was like, wow, that's, that's true. Another person said it's better mm-hmm. to cry in a Bentley than it is to laugh in like, you know, some, you uh, know, 19, yeah, Honda Civic or some 1929, yeah. you know, whatever vehicle. So it's, mm-hmm. it's all a perspective. It's not about money makes you happy or money makes you sad. It's, mm-hmm. it's what can you do with money? 100%. I view money as if you have this resource, how can you bless others? Mm-hmm. That by that by itself creates happiness that many people can quantify. The ability to be a blessing and to see how you impact someone in a powerful way, right? Agreed. So when someone says money doesn't buy happiness, they probably haven't given enough. Mm-hmm. If they have, they would know that money money truly buys happiness. And antidepressants.
1: I love it, Doc. I love it, Doc. Thank you so much for joining the FY Fly Podcast, man. If you have any final words, please let the audience know where to reach you.
0: Go ahead, my man. Yeah, you all. Thank you so much, brother. Thank you. It's it's been an honor. For sure. So for people who want to connect with me, Instagram at the Investing Tutor, and I'm sure it will be in the podcast notes. Mm-hmm. Please note. I don't DM people. There are a lot of fake accounts out there. And my website, once again, is at, it's www.theinvestingtutor.com.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you so much again. And doc, I know you have to go, but I had one question about drip. I wanted to
0: see if I could ask you that one question before you left. Mm -hmm. So dividend reinvestment plan, right? It is an option in your investing apps where it allows you to opt to reinvest your dividends. If you are starting Mm. as a new investor, always drip, meaning turn drip on. So that instead of being paid amounts, (laughs) instead of being paid tiny amounts of money that won't do anything to your livelihood and your lifestyle right now, reinvest that money now so that in the future, in 10, 20, 30 years, that dividend that will be paid will be much larger. So Mm. for most people, go ahead and turn drip on. And in the future, you can turn it off so that money starts to drip into your wallet.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you so much again, Doc. And for everybody listening, make sure that you're not only just listening, but actually applying and implementing these gems that Dr. Hans dropped here today. So everyone, please stay safe, stay invested, and stay FYI fly. We'll see y'all next week.